0: The Phoenix Suns turned it up in the fourth quarter on the Utah Jazz and ran away after the Jazz battled for the first three. An impressive performance by Phoenix. We'll be talking about it. And Walker Kessler does it again. It's all coming up on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone with you here as the Utah Jazz tonight battled, took the lead in the third, actually got it to three, And then the Suns just kind of waxed them in the fourth quarter tonight, Ron Boone. What what was it that Phoenix did in that fourth quarter to kind of run away with this one a little
1: bit? First of all, they they made some shots here. And the Jazz, uh, the the lineup that the Jazz had on the floor during that time, there wasn't a lot of scoring. Uh, Probably a little bit more offense, probably more offense of the Phoenix Suns.
0: All right. So one thing that changed was that Phoenix took their shots. Phoenix took... A ton of threes in the first half of this game. The Jazz went to the zone, and Phoenix kind of suddenly found themselves living by the three. In the first half of this game, the Phoenix Suns took seven shots at the rim. They took 24 threes in the first half. In the second half, they end up taking 13 shots at the rim. They end up taking just 12 threes pretty clear Monty williams sent them a message at halftime that they had to change the way they were playing
1: okay so 12 threes and they took 36 threes for the night
0: yeah so 24 which in the first half
1: 24 in the first half 101 shots for the night I mean, yes. you looking at a team that averages pretty close to 90 a game so they, that mid-range game that you were, you talked about started to be more important to them in the in, more so in the second half than
0: first half yeah. they go one of seven on long twos second half they go eight of 13 mm. On long twos. That's called making some shots. One of seven's probably a little unnatural. Non-restricted area twos. In the first half, they were 8 of 24. In the second half, they were 13 of 24. So they moved their threes to the rim. They took the same amount of not a lot. 48 non-restricted area twos is a lot. Phoenix is very willing to take that shot. But they moved their shots. From the threes to the rim in the second half of this game,
1: and they have Chris Paul. They got Booker Booker, who's a, probably a, a very good mid-range shooter. Uh, and who else would you go to that? I mean, Kevin Durant. You've covered, yeah, Kevin Durant will <laughs> definitely be one of those guys. So that would be an, an, an offense that they can use in the playoffs and really be uh, successful at it.
0: Uh, the Jazz played a lot of zone again tonight. It really bothered them in the second quarter. I'll be really interested to go look at the numbers. Um, sometimes, you know, it's, Mm. it's worthwhile to go back and actually see what the data says about what, what, whether it was successful or not. What did you see about the zone? And then you were at shoot around today where they worked on shoot around a lot. I will be perfectly clear. Just so that we're clear, because I want to give Ron credit. I was not at shoot around today. Mm-hmm. My son's in town. I spent the day with my son. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get many of those when mm-hmm. the college kid comes home for a two day spring break. When you're yeah. about to leave on the road trip and not get to see him. Okay. Um, so, Ron, what did you see at shoot around today? And what are they working on with that?
1: Well, first of all, offensively, they worked on on the slips. I mean, setting pick slips, slip the slip moves. You know, just to try to keep the defense off track, not giving them an the opportunity to jump screens or, or top side screens and all that kind of stuff. And then. Uh, a lot on the on the zone. I mean, this is something they're, they're. I think they're committed to. They're trying to get better at it, and for the most part, well, they Eddie jo- will. Eddie Johnson is. This, this is a jazz killer here. Yes, serious. <laughs> yeah. Serious a a, XM legend.
0: You're Ron Boone Killer on the yeah, golf course.
1: Oh yeah. Who? Oh, Ron, Ron. Right. Yeah, Luca 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 got fine when he did this in the official, <laughs> <Yeah>. didn't he? <laughs> right. <laughs> this is my man right there. here, yeah. Play a lot of Eddie, golf. Good together. To see you,
0: man. Keep up the great work. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Johnson. Uh I t- when I told him last sense. summer we
1: were playing golf, he came up to play golf with us. And it was cold. No, it was nice.
0: Oh, I thought it was supposed to be cold. Remember he was all worried about it. Remember? Oh I yeah, he was worried yeah. about it
1: being cold. Yeah. And I told him he was that he, his reputation in Utah was a jazz killer. Oh, he loved that because he did he did you know do a lot of jams to the jazz. Very good jump shooter.
0: All right, back to the but, d- game. But the zone, the zone. They work so very very hard. You see on them that. working on it. Are you seeing it get better in your mind? I'm
1: seeing it get better, and I think we, the, where it has to get better is marketing. I mean, not marketing, but uh, Kessler, uh, not straying too far, but straying far enough where he can bother that three and and. and you know, and, and reading the defense better, but what I'm also seeing, and I saw it tonight, especially when you when you have a rebounder that can crash the boards from that from that three point uh, corner three, then that might you know give the Jazz some problems there as well. Craig did it quite a few times here tonight. If he didn't come up with a rebound, he came up with deflections, you know, th- that type of thing. That so it, that's going to be something to be concerned with going forward.
0: All right, from the Jazz standpoint, uh, they they continue. What was really interesting pregame? Pregame was probably the story of the night is Will Hardy explaining the fundamental shift they made defensively, where they used to deny the three, and now they're not worrying about denying the three, but instead they're denying the rim. They're only allowing 26% of opponent shots at the rim since March 1st. That's an incredibly low number. Um, Quinn Snyder and I used to talk about the ultimate shot distribution was 40-40-20. 40% of your shots at the rim, 40% of your shots at threes, 20% mid-range. We adapted that conversation last year to 35% at the rim, because teams were taking away the rim. The Jazz are at 26% of the rim. And the Suns tonight, I think, took 20 of their 101 shots at the rim. So they got below 20% of their shots at the rim. Like, this is the new Jazz defense that they're building around Walker, Kessler. and Whether it's the zone or and Lowry, Market and Kelly, and Linux size. It's not allowing people to get to the rim. And they did it again tonight.
1: They had 20 point, 20 point, 20 paint points trying right? to get that right in the first quarter. Um... That defense that you're talking about is, is, is definitely something that you can be good at. Now, I can't, I'm, I'm stuttering here so because had, I'm trying to remember. They had what ten the, field goals in
0: the paint, six of them in the paint non-restricted, four of them. You're absolutely right. The next quarter, they had one in the second. In the third quarter, they had seven, four at the rim, and three in the paint non-restricted. And in the fourth quarter, they had five. They went five of 12 in the pay, in the but the, what the jazz are really doing is taking away the rim. They yep. they're actually fine with paint points if they don't happen at the rim. Yeah.
1: Okay, so the average percentage of threes, what is that?
0: I think 36% of 30, all shots 30, are threes. 36% allowing of threes about 46% and, and, since the tr- since and, March 1st. And the
1: percentage of makes or is what 36% number? as well actually. 36 both of them at 30, that's, that's pretty high. Yeah. That's pretty high. So if you can cut that down uh, with the way the jazz are protecting the the rim that's a great recipe. Yeah. Back right. in the day, David, yep. when the threes wasn't as didn't shoot them as often. If you held a team to 42 43% field goal percentage, yep. you better win the ball game.
0: Yeah, now it's a now we really really have to use effective field goal percentage because effective field goal percentage weighs the threes in their or equivalent field goal percentage, because, right, the Suns shoot 43% tonight, but they also hit 11 threes. The Jazz shoot 44%, but they only hit nine threes, so I would guess that the Suns 43 was better than the Jazz 44, and when that starts to happen, numbers are really screwy. Yeah. Like, right? Like, that's <laughs> that's that's where the problem with field goal percentage plays. All right, what do you think of Walker tonight? The box score is pretty incredible. <laughs> He had 18 points. He had eight rebounds. He had seven block shots tonight.
1: And you put both of those this last two ball games together.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Against number one pick De, uh, DeAndre Ayton and against Demato Sabonis. I mean, these are his big time centers he's doing this against. Yeah. Now I'm being accosted. All these Phoenix Suns guys. Timmy Kempton. Nice win. For you guys. Of course. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of Walker? Very impressive. Gonna be gonna be good. You guys won that trade too. <laughs> you guys won that trade too. Is what he said. All right, Timmy. I'll ski with you any day that's not a powder day. Hey buddy. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> You're ski buddies.
0: We skied earlier this year together. We had a great time. Uh but he asked me, like, you didn't invite me to go skiing. I was like, yeah, it was a powder day. I didn't. Of course I didn't. All right.
1: Um, I think if you were going to give out something tonight, Dave, you you got one player for sure. Walker's got a star. (laughs) Right. Who's your next star tonight? That's difficult. And I was looking at this earlier and I'm not sure. I mean, if you want to give a half a star out to someone. I need Lacey. Lacey, who's the second star tonight? Yeah, we need help.
0: Andy, who's your second star tonight? Maybe Lacey and Andy deserve stars tonight. Are they there? I mean, the Lacey's always there. there. Lacy, okay. One of my stars has to go to Andy for getting up at 2 a.m. to watch this game on his birthday. The other goes to Kessler. So Lacey's giving out stars to fans.
1: Oh, huh, okay. That works. We'll, we'll go with that tonight.
0: Uh, Andy says he's giving his to Walker and Lowry. I'm not going to Lowry tonight. Lowry was, not, Lowry was not
1: Lowry tonight. Minus four. No. Six for 22. I'd
0: rather give it to Andy than Lowry. Yeah.
1: Let's Lowry's a
0: star. He doesn't get on nights like that. I will give uh, Devin Booker some credit. I thought he did not have a great night, but I thought he played really hard. Awesome. And I've never saw, thought of him as a hard player, playing hard player.
1: Very impressed with that when he dove for the yep. ball, slid on the floor, turned on his back, and started looking for where he could get rid of it. And. Found one of his teammates. Nice job.
0: Yeah, and I would say the other one was the play down where a rebound down low where he physically just kind of owned his space and ripped it away from some guys. Those are plays I didn't know Devin Booker had. It leads me to think they have a better chance to win a championship if they're getting something Well, we know he
1: can go for a layup with his knee high.
0: That was brutal. And Chris Paul, somebody pointed out early in the chat that Chris Paul's dirty. I'm with you. I thought... I thought his undercut of Chris Dunn tonight was really nasty. Really, really, really nasty. And when you're decrepit, that's what you're left to be able to do on the floor. And so that's what happens sometimes. You can look up decrepit. See ya.